the Buffalo Bills survive in advance onto the divisional playoff round, hosting Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. And UPL shuts down the Sharks. All of this and more on this edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. All right, let's go. back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. And Dom, in the intro, survive in advance. The Bills defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers 31-17 to and move on to the divisional round where they now host Kansas City in their first ever road playoff game with Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. Is that is that that's accurate, right? That is accurate. Yeah, like this is this is big news here. If you have a chance to go to the game, highly recommend it. We're going to talk a lot about that matchup on Friday for the betting on the Bills episode. One game closer to the bowl, three more, right? Three more. Well, I, I do have to say, uh, in this podcast, we preach accountability. And, uh, <laughs> oh God! And uh, listen, my picks this week, uh, one and five, just uh, not not it. I'm happy that the one was the Bills, so, you know, I guess if someone was going to say you went 1-5, at least the Bills winning was correct. But, uh, yeah, definitely have to, uh, you know, go back to uh, the drawing board and, uh, you know, take this hard. I'm just some incredible – I mean, some of the picks were – I mean, listen, I didn't think anyone thought Dallas was going to get absolutely creamed by Green Bay. The Rams were a close game, so I'll take those ones. I mean – I like even Bills. even the Texans and Browns one. I don't think anyone really for that no, one. No, I I like the upset and certain things like that. The Dolphins, the Dolphins and Eagles picks were just um really poor process on my end. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, the Eagles talk about rolling over and calling it quits. Uh, showing the belly. Yeah, showing the belly. Got yeah, Baker Mayfield baked them last night. So we'll have to. Well, I mean, we'll talk all about it on Friday. We'll make our new predictions for moving on and what who, what we think is going to happen. I'll have to revisit mine. I don't remember exactly what I did, but we'll have them for you. But, yeah, the Bills, 31-17 over the Steelers in a great game, entertaining game to watch. I, I mean, it, they don't make it easy. They don't make it easy to watch sometimes. But you have to admit this one was a good one. Speaking of that, I think it's time to hit some of the highlights. And we've got a few scoring highlights for you today. We're going to start it out with... A tight end festival here. Dawson Knox starts it out right there, right in the corner of the end zone. Um, That wrist injury was a hindrance earlier in the year. He missed some time, got involved here. He had, you know, two targets. One was for a touchdown. One was for a drop. So, I know, it's kind of the Dawson drop scenario. We don't know what's going on there. But catches the touchdown pass. And as promised, it's a cacophony of tight ends to start the game. Here comes our boy Dalton Kincaid. No, not Dalton from Roadhouse, not Patrick Swayze. Dalton Kincaid over the middle right into the end zone. Absolutely burned the Steelers' defense. You love to see the snowballs in the air. Reminiscent of the Dolphins game we were at last year. Um, you're not stopping the snowballs from being thrown. I love seeing the celebrations on TV. It was like confetti in the stadium. And Dalton Kincaid's touchdown sure warranted that. Now we move to the Winter Soldier himself. Josh Allen 
pocket's collapsing on him. He slips out. He is running, running for it. You think he's going down? Nope. He slides through the Pittsburgh defense. They don't know what just hit him. Dalton Kincaid lays down that last little block just to shove it in the face of the Steelers. Duped. This, yeah, he duped him. This Superman in the end zone, the flex. Oh, my gosh. I My jaw was on the floor. That 52-yard touchdown was the longest rush of his career and the longest touchdown in Bill's playoff history. So, rushing touchdown, of course. Um, second longest rushing touchdown by a quarterback in NFL postseason history. So, big stat there for the guy. I mean, would you expect anything less is the question. Final scoring highlight of the game, Khalil Shakir makes an unexpected, you know, a quick little over-the-top turn into a touchdown. He stays up, squeaks away, deeks out the defense, and he's running. He bumbles, stumbles, and rumbles his way into the end zone. I think that was Spencer Brown who just rolled in next to him. But they pick him up, put him on the shoulders. They hoist him up. Absolutely warranted after a play like that. Is the Khalil Secure experiment over? Absolutely not. This guy's been putting on a show all season long. You have to love it. I'm Seeing a number 10 on the Bills in the slot doing things again is making my heart happy. Because we had that with Cole Beasley. Khalil Shakir is really showing out. Is he the Bills slot receiver in the future? I ask you that question before we move into the top five. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the most efficient players in the entire NFL. I think he's now caught his last 16 targets. Yep. So uh, that's, I mean, 16 for 16 is pretty efficient. And his ability, you know, that yak yards after catch mm-hmm. uh, adds another level of explosion to this offense. We saw it last week uh, on the screen pass. Yes, sir. We're a big yak um, podcast. If we you, are if you yak, tell. Yeah. yak truthers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's been one of the most efficient players in football mm-hmm. and it's good to have him kind of take that wide receiver too. I know he plays in the slot, but with Gabe out, that was crucial. And our boy Knox scoring the touchdown is the fourth straight wild card game uh, that Knox has scored the opening touchdown for the Bills. Yeah. Um, you remember that Patriots one? Yeah, that was a throwaway the, the, that well, he the grabbed Colts, out of the air. The Colts one was a QB draw that ended up not be working out that he just threw to Knox. The one that he threw away. <laughs> The one-hander improvised, mm-hmm. and that one on the little corner route catching Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, the same guy that talked a bunch of crap last year after intercepting Josh Allen in overtime as the Vikings, saying that he knew Gabe Davis was running the post route. Obviously, he, fe- he freaking – sorry, I almost shot the nut bomb there. He freaking <laughs> – I'm, I'm very passionate about this. Man, man <laughs> talks a lot of crap and is playing the, the, the deep the deep, ha- deep third or whatever, and he bites on the freaking James Cook flat route and mm-hmm. loses his man behind him. So – Good play there, 20. Yeah, I mean, you got to love it, right? I, I hope they show that when you make the Hall of Fame, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it it'll be, I might be in the real. We don't know. We don't know. It's it's This game, um, you know, four total touchdowns. First time the Bills have covered as the two seed. Look at that. They're, let's, give, uh, let's give a little they clap. They were 2-0, 2-0 oh, win-loss, 0-2 oh, against the spread there. Now 3-0 oh, and 1-2 against the spread. So. Got to love it. And thank you, thank you to Jerry Jones. And the entire Dallas Cowboys organization for losing, uh, being the two seeds, so we didn't have that overheads of the two seeds being undefeated. Again, Jerry, anytime you want to grab a mic and say you took credit for Jerry Johnson's uh, team that built, took credit for that, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that will. Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. yeah you yeah. mean he kept him out of the Ring of Honor for a long time, too? Yeah. You were maybe just th- basically hiding him? Yeah. Maybe that will slay the da- demons, but uh, let's go out of the Dom Five. Yeah. We, don't, we don't care about that. Waiting all weekend for the Dom Five. Here we go. <laughs> we don't talk about irrelevant teams here. Uh, here we go. The Dom Five. Uh, injuries mounting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really unfortunate. Mostly on the defensive side, obviously, still offensively. 
Uh, McGovern a little dinged up, but he seemed to come back in ready, ready to go. Obviously, still not having Gabe. Most likely, I would have presumed not having Gabe still. Uh, I think it was the PCL sprain. I don't know if they confirmed that, but that seems like kind of like a multi-week injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but defensively, uh, well, hopefully maybe we get Douglas and Dotson back. Uh, but Taron got evaluated for a concussion. Benford seems he has like a similar type of injury to Rasul Douglas now, so he missed a week, and now we're coming back on six days of rest. Yeah. Um, obviously, you got Bernard, who luckily didn't break his ankle, but we don't know. With I ankle. just with an ankle sprain, especially having to play linebacker where you had to cut and all that, that doesn't seem very promising that he'll be able to at least, even if he plays, be at the same level as player. No, you know, he really got, can't tape it up to be a peg leg effectively either. Even even though we had our own version of Justin Pugh, AJ Klein, straight off the couch. Hey, uh, he love said. Love tackles. <laughs> love the team in tackles. He, he played did. very well. Uh, Balen Spector got the knee to the back. He didn't return. So that's just one of the, I mean – they were so healthy two weeks ago. We were literally boasting about how healthy they were, yep. too. I think we so, jinxed ourselves. So that. healthy two weeks ago. But mm-hmm. I think it gives a lot of credit to McDermott for having third and fourth string players in the game. And I know Pittsburgh was able to move the ball a little bit in the second half, but they got the key stops when they needed to. And uh, on to number two. Yeah. Mr. January comes through josh allen I, I i'm sorry i like mr january i think that's a cool nickname that tony oh, nickname he gave it. yeah that's right yeah. yeah i'm sorry i'm always a winter soldier guy as you heard in the highlights but mr january is pretty good too i know mr november you know the, free, the yankees so mr november for the bills is just a homeless man because they can't win in november it seems so yeah that's true <laughs> so not you don't want to be mr november in buffalo but mr january comes through hopefully this year this is his first time being mr february but um yeah, I mean, what a game from Josh. 70% completion percentage, 200 yards passing, three tutties, and another 70 yards, obviously the 51, mm-hmm. 52-yard touchdown, excuse me, on the ground. So about 275 total. He was just in control the entire game, no turnovers. I didn't feel like he really forced or had any really close. I mean, obviously the one to Diggs was a little bit close to being turnover, but that was more of a great play by the secondary than a, a poor decision. So, right. listen, he had, he had a couple of misfires, a couple of drops, a couple of Almost complete. I mean, great plays by the Pittsburgh Steelers defense that you gotta give credit to are the the post to Diggs mm-hmm. or that post corner to Kincaid. Either one of those going, that's another touchdown. So very close to an elite elite day statistically. But at, even if I was the box score looking, I mean, it's just a he was in control the entire game. Yeah, you didn't see sugar high Josh at all in that game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the first player in NFL history to throw three touchdowns while rushing for over 70 yards and a touchdown in a playoff game. So, again, the accolades just keep pouring in for this guy. And he, like you said, Mr. January, the Winter Soldier, he shows up when you need him to. Was I surprised? No, it's playoff Bills football. That's just what it is when Josh Allen's at the helm of the team. You get these crazy games. You get these crazy stat lines from guys. You know, they... Not one player repeated receiving a touchdown yesterday. It was everyone got a piece of the pie. Diggs was utilized, too, in the beginning of the game. That was a sight for sore eyes as well. He was making some big plays. Got the wind knocked out of him at one point. Got very nervous there. But, you know, Mr. January, he spread. He he cut that. You know, it's like when you're in uh, elementary school and you get the pizza party and you get, like, the sliver of pizza because they only order, like, a large for, like, mm-hmm. 20 kids. He did that for the Bills yesterday. He was spreading the pie yeah. around. He did a good job, and also he has now the most total. I I, I don't know why they said offensive touchdowns in the thing, <laughs> but 
I'm just going to say total touchdowns in Bills history in the playoffs at 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thurman has 21. Jim Kelly, I believe, he also has 21 as well. So, obviously, those guys have played significantly more games than Josh. Josh only played nine. So, yeah. Um, a lot. It just seems, you know, Jim Kelly said a couple of years ago, it just seems like Josh is going to break all my records and then looking like it i mean it's happening so and right before our eyes yeah and a quick another little stat here on the touchdowns josh joined mahomes is the only player with 23 plus total touchdowns in their first nine career playoff games so i mean look at that it's just i'm telling you we're we're in the golden age 2.0 right here so i'm, I'm excited it's nice Num- number three special teams need to chill i mean maybe warm up Listen, Sam Martin <laughs> got special teams player of the month, and I thought he deserved it. And honestly, he didn't punt that bad. And even for a bad hammy, like it's not like he shanked it. Like it was a solid punt. So was it his kicking leg? He pulled the hammy. No, it was his left. Leg. His, his left leg. If it was his kicking leg, he definitely wouldn't have been able to kick. Tyler Bass did record a couple punts in college, though. I think five. He dug five. Yeah. So I mean, he could have done it if we had to. I mean, it's kind of the return game again. Kind of wasn't really a big factor, but the kicking game. I mean, just. First, I, I'm not even talking about the block field goal. Like, missing a 27-yard field goal at any level is unacceptable, yeah. especially when it's not blocked, um, which it seems like it wasn't. It was just a shank. Um, I don't know if it was the timing was wrong, the, the hold was wrong, because the snap looked good, and the hold kind of looked good, too. So I don't know what was up with Bass there, but that was really freaking annoying because it w- that would have been a three-position game with two months to go, no timeouts, and it was over. I'm not saying... I mean, it gave the Steelers at least somewhat of an opportunity, even though the Steelers decided to un- not realize that they needed two touch needed a touchdown, and that's like another touchdown. Uh, <laughs> to know they were just going, and then they didn't even they threw it in the end zone once. So yeah, they uh, just kept running it with Jalen Warren too, with like little time left. They right? just kept checking it down, which is yeah. why you play prevent in that situation. You just let them let the other team just self inflict. That was just stupid. Yeah. Um, really poor coaching the Steelers, but we're not talking about that. The other one, I mean, just the big one, the block. I mean, just. So I think I think all the things can be true at once. One back by Bass because it seemed like in kicking from that side of the of the field, a lot of the balls are going short, so it makes sense that you would want to put a little bit more in debt. But it was too low and it gets blocked. I just think it was a bad decision too by McDermott. I think McDermott had a really good game. I mean, first off, I thought he had two good challenges. Obviously, got the first challenge that turned into seven points. Thought the second one was really close. I mean, maybe he touches Frymuth's helmet when he's maybe, out of bounds. But so I guess I guess that's also another gripe. Everyone talks about how fumbling out of bounds and giving the defense fumbling out of bounds in the, to the end zone is the worst rule. The worst rule in football is the fact that you could challenge twice and be right both times and you're out of challenges. Yes. I'm sorry, that's stupid. If you miss two, that would be yes. acceptable. But if you're actually winning the challenges you yes. should be able to just keep going until you, should, you start yes. losing two. That yeah. that was just that's just incredibly a stupid rule. With that being said, I didn't like the decision to kick there because you're up twenty one nothing. You have all the momentum. It's fourth and seven. I'm not saying punt because punting what? I mean you get to maybe the eight, so you're it's twenty tw- is twenty yards of field position that valuable? Yeah. No. No. But like if he missed the field goal straight up, they're starting at their own 39. That's eight yards. And where they end up was the Bills 33 because they got blocked back so hard. So from my perspective, I think the Bills should have just went for it and said, if we miss it, okay, they start at the 31. We gave it a rest go instead of kicking a field goal. And also, the reason why I wasn't pro field goal either is because a field goal doesn't really do much for you because if you kick the field goal to go up 24 nothing, you're still only up three scores. Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of, I, I, I just think that was a little – that was I know it's fourth – 
and seven, and then you're gonna the, the comeback could be like, oh, on third and seven they should have ran the ball and maybe get to fourth and four, fourth and three. And it's kind of like, yeah, but on third and seven they took a shot shot to the end zone and it was this close to hitting. So like, right. I I just think it was poor process to not go for that fourth down. No, I would I would agree. It but makes, they need to chill. Out. They need to chill. Yeah, they need to chill. It it it's true. I mean, Bass did not have a great great night at all last night, and that's tough to see because. You, you want consistency, and this season, I feel like we've talked about it at nauseum. The special teams has not been consistent in the slightest. You have all-time performances, and then you have the lowest of the low, and you're basically riding the Josh Allen roller coaster, but with special teams. Mm-hmm. But you expect it from one, not the other. So just, you're ho- hoping, just, hoping they chill. Just, they chill. Not, just not good enough. Just not good enough. No. Um, again, that's another, like, points just left on the board. Mm-hmm. Six points in the kicking game left on the board. Just, yep. It's just tough. Listen, uh, it could have been a repeat. You could have you could have gotten a forty-seven seventeen again. It would have been a repeat of the yeah. uh, the Patriots game, but yeah. points on the board, like you said. Yeah, just uh, it's pathetic. Also, I just got to say, the special teams, Mike Tomlin. I have no idea why he didn't call timeout in the first half to make Sam Martin punt. Another reason why he's just like yeah, 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 yeah. out. Who cares about the winning record? Mediocrity, winning mediocrity <laughs> is a bad place to be in professional sports. But on yeah. number four, Dawson drops. Really. Yeah, this guy over here knew I was doing the Dawson drops one and decided to sneak in the fact that he had that touchdown on two targets. <laughs> it just, it's more of a frustration than anything else because, like, okay, the touchdown, great play. I'll credit him. <laughs> but, like, you just can't drop that ball. No. Because, as we alluded to, end of half really didn't go the Bills' way. They yeah, were up 21 nothing, this close to going up 28 nothing. This close to going up 24 nothing, get the kick blocked. All of a sudden, it's 21-7. All right, we get the ball. They get the Steelers get a stop, forcing the end of the half. So I was like, okay, like this is like, whoa, that was kind of bizarre. But only momentum flipped quick. Momentum was shifted, mm-hmm. shifted for sure. Yeah. And the first play, a beautiful play design. Boom, got knocks wide open for a 15-yard gain. You know, catches a 10, obviously at 10 yards, but where he was running, and you just drop it. It's like, bro, you're, he hits you in stride, 10 yards down the field. You're Dawson Knox, you're a tight end, you're athletic. You probably could have got another 10 in Yak. Who knows if he just trucked someone, too, just kept going. Yeah, and then the next play is a sack by Alex Highsmith and then a check down and ended the drive. And it was like, okay, like momentum is completely not on our side. Now it's all on the Steelers. Like, mm-hmm. that was a com- – that, like, a thousand percent shifted the complete momentum of the game. Yeah, because, um, no, the Steelers were really rallying at that point. They started to put drives together. They were moving the ball. Um, yeah, listen, I, I did sneak in that – one of his two targets was for a touchdown. Is the drop excusable? No, I, I I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying that we do need to re- we we need to remember he did he did contribute to the scoreboard in this game as well. Does anyone could have ran that corner out, but who did? I'm just saying that, <laughs> that's a crucial drop in a crucial moment. It is. It on, is on to number five. The dragon comes to town on Sunday. Oh God, I could have bet you when the wild card happened. Seedings all when the season ended and the wild card, I could have bet my entire life savings that if the Bills and Chiefs won, that one they were going to play on six thirty on CBS. Yeah, because that well, what happened in twenty twenty one? Yeah, huh. yeah, huh. yeah. Um, th- yeah, this is the this is the supreme game of the weekend. Uh, I know Packers Niners is kind of um, what's the word to say? Probably like 
brand wise maybe the best because right and historical historically yeah you're two two old teams going at it and so you know but it'll be good that'll be a good game this too. is the best two quarterbacks in the league i know lamar could have a case going in there now for a second he's gonna win the mvp yeah um yeah also, how about that second team all pro Dak Prescott? That's what that's what I literally said. I said that yesterday. I'm like, can we believe Dak Prescott's an all pro in JA seventeen? Is I'm sorry, that's worse because uh, all pro all pros matter. I mean, it's not the Pro Bowl. It's, it's not. not the Pro Bowl. All, all pros, pros do matter. All pros mm-hmm. legitimately do matter, and that is just Josh finishing fourth is just yeah. But um, look at how Dakota played too. Mm. Yeah, but, but again, we gotta stop talking about irrelevance, Cowboys. But um. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry Jones is going to burn the franchise. Going back to the Bills and Chiefs, I mean, it's the matchup everyone wanted. The script couldn't have been written any better. The script couldn't be written right. Where's Mahomes' first true road playoff game? In Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. Well, Orchard Park, New York, I should say. Orchard Park, New York, home of the Buffalo Bills. Home of the Buffalo Bills Mm -hmm. against Josh Allen. Um, This is the matchup that we didn't get last year in the playoffs because the Bills didn't get the job done against the Bungles. Yeah. now we get, we get the matchup, and it, I think this matchup could mean a lot because there's a chance that the winner of that game could host the AFC Championship game. We don't know what's going to happen with Baltimore. They're going to be rusty. They have two weeks. I mean, they, they punted on week 18. They had the bye. The last time they did that was 2019. They got slapped around by Derrick Henry. Yeah, and so, the Bills have slapped him around in the playoffs as well. So. I, I just think it could be it, that. I mean, we'll know by well, – obviously, we'll know by game time mm-hmm. uh, if that winner is going to host the AFC Championship game. So, yeah, uh, th- I mean, that just could add another thing. But, again, this is the Bills' dra- – you know, I said this to my dad last night. Like, for Payne Manning and the Colts mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl, they had to go through Tom Brady. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have felt right if they won the Super Bowl and they, went, they, they somehow escaped – Right, Brady, Brady didn't make the playoff. Whatever, yeah, like it, it would have not been the same. And they didn't. And they failed multiple times until 2006. They got <laughs> Tom Brady in the dome in Indianapolis. Yep, they got the job done. And then they won the Super Bowl. You got to slay your dragons before you win the bowl. And this the, is this is the Bills' dragon. It is, and this is. I mean, it's storybook Demon. at this point. Like that's kind of what we're looking at here. This is. The the duel of fates at, at this point. As my brother Ronald would be very happy. The Bills need to become demon slayers. They do. Yes. Yeah. They do. It's true. Mahomes has had their number in the playoffs. The the Chiefs have, versus Bills playoff record not good. Bills can beat them in the regular season. Haven't been able to do it in the playoffs yet. At home, first time the Chiefs will be in Orchard Park with Patrick Mahomes with fans too. Cause the last time they were there was we were playing Nat sound in the stadium. So that'll be a whole different factor. Maybe there'll be some residual snowballs to be throwing too. So we'll have to see if that happens, but no, this is, this is the biggest game of the week. Nance and Romo are going to be on the call. It's going to be literally the, the revenge of 13 seconds. That's kind of what it's being touted as. And I think we're going to see a hell of a game. We'll talk about it on Friday, but it's going to be good. I, I do also think it's funny that there's potential because CBS, if I'm correct, is the Super Bowl mm-hmm. this year. We're going to see their and, new updated and graphics. There's, too. And obviously the AFC, the CBS owns the rights to the AFC Championship game. So there is potential where Tony Romo and Jim Nance are calling four straight Josh Allen games. Hey, I think they'd love it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I truthfully... You heard Tony. They're the ones who predicted the Bills to make this run. I literally, they said I wouldn't be surprised at the Eagles this, game. I wouldn't be surprised if they make the run through the. In they could be high up in the playoffs. They're the two seed. 
listen, I think it's I think home field is important because I think going to Arrowhead's hard. Obviously, the Bills were able to win earlier in the year. Um, mm-hmm. They got to play better than they did that game. Yep. They want to win this game because I think the Chiefs are going to play better than they did that game. Or you bait Kadarius um, Tony to line up offsides. No. And, That's what you have to and do. And the Bills just need to, obviously, they have a little bit of a disadvantage the two days mm-hmm. up on the Bills. Chiefs are in terms of rest, so the Bills got to rest up, get those injuries figured out. But is this going to come down? I mean, listen, the last two times, well, I mean, Really, you could go the last three times you want to count the 21 playoffs, but it's kind of weird because Josh did come through. But the last couple of times the Bills and Chiefs have played each other, it's been each quarterback gets a drive in the fourth quarter with the game on the line. And the last two times Josh has been able to get points on his drive and Mahomes is unable to respond. Yeah, Bills defense I know in 21 up. it was kind of back like and forth. They back both forth. responded, so it was kind of weird because then it just ended on a response. And yeah. the other guy didn't get – I mean, but – um. Yeah, so I, I just think it's just... it's going to be a good game, and I, I mean the producer and I can attest to this. Being former competitive swimmers, uh, my favorite part of the swim season was the championship part where we went to the the big championship meet, and it was rest and taper time because we had our best races coming out of a rested up week. So just let the bills rest up, and I mean I I have full confidence the bills can take care of business at home in Buffalo. We'll talk about it Friday. I'm not going to get into it too much, but go Bills. Squish the Chiefs. I don't know. What do we say? What do we? What What would be the slogan, real quick here? Uh, do you have any ideas on the top of your head? Nah, just slay the dragon. I don't know. Yeah, something. Yeah, I slay don't the know. dragon. We'll, figure, we'll figure something Listen, out. Listen, the Bills just gotta play complimentary football. They need. They need mm-hmm. all three phases hitting. They need to get a little bit healthier defensively. Yep. I think it's gonna be. Listen, the Chiefs have an elite defense for the first time in the Mahomes era. They do. Uh, I think you saw that they. Listen, the Chiefs. I think. Another thing that is important about them, this game being played in Buffalo is that the Chiefs have very physical corners. And the refs kind of let the, the the Chiefs kind of dictate the game last time they played of just letting the, the DBs get all over the Bills' wide receivers. And it's a big reason why the Bills also lost the 2020 AFC Championship game. Yeah. So being played in Buffalo, maybe you get a favorable wrestle with defensive pass interference, defensive holding, mm-hmm. and that jazz. So... Listen, the Bills just got to play their game. They got to be able to run the ball effectively. They were able to do that against the Steelers. They did that for the first half really well against the Chiefs last time, not so much in the second half. So, um, And, of course, it's just it's always going to be this, this thing with Josh is just take care of the football. Mm-hmm. You saw it last game against the Chiefs. The Bills up 14 nothing, and he threw a pick, and then the, Bills, the Chiefs got right back in the game on the touchdown. So don't let the, you know, don't let them off. Yeah. No, you can't let them off easy. You got to take care of business at home. This is the best matchup you could have gotten, I think. And um, just keep it rolling. I, I think I full confidence in the Bills. But there goes the down five. Um, yeah. It's Listen, you got to win these games. They're able to win at home. Survive in advance. And for your team, uh, it was a good test as well because I think the Steelers are pretty decently coached team. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a – I wish it was wasn't as close. Of course, <laughs> you know, knowing the Bills, they kind of pulled a little bit of a Dolphins wild card from last year, up twenty one nothing. All of a sudden, gets the one score, but mm-hmm. it just it just feels That's like it just feels like this season, man. Mm-hmm. But one down, three to go, one game at a time. Yep, one game at a time. Survive in advance. How now. about how about the how about how about those Buffalo Sabers? The performance of yesterday. I don't even know where we started with the Bills. I mean. The Sabers, a complete dominant three nothing performance against the Sharks. No, I'm just kidding. They they looked awful for the first two periods. And, yes. Um, 
And then you the first four. I, 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 it just, this yeah. team just drives me insane. Um, let's just do a quick recap of the homestand so far since the last episode. They, they beat the senators five to three. They dropped to the Canucks one, nothing. I believe that was the game. We said would probably be the easiest one for him. The Canucks game did not turn out to be. And then they beat the, they rallied well, and the got to the best team in that homestand. Right. The Sharks are the one that's the... The Sharks, yes. And they end up somehow... 3 nothing. I shouldn't say somehow, but... Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for Three us nothing. Sabres fans, we don't have a lot to hold our hats on. And, of course, tomorrow they play the Blackhawks. And, oh, Connor Bedard comes to town. Oh, wait, yeah, he's a broken jar. He's not playing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Patrick Kane? No, he's not on that team. No, what team did he go to? He's on Detroit. Yeah, um, Detroit. He's also injured. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. But it's just... This is going to the downfield. What am I saying? I'm this, just, yeah, this is not... not Skinner needs a raise. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I gotta say, Skinner, yeah, nine million dollars is he overpaid? But dang, is he important to this team because this team cannot produce any offense without him. I mean, the offense just took a complete crap against Vancouver. They didn't. They barely registered any expected goals in the third period. Down one zero on five and five. I mean, are you kidding me? The Sharks was a gutless performance too. Really, I know, I know they won, but like. They didn't turn that on until late. I mean, credit for them turning on late, but not I, good. I don't know, man. It's just it's 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 tough because last season we talk about it every episode how excited we were to go into this season, seeing the growth in this team. It's re- constant regression. I feel like like we we see these good performances against bad teams, but the moment a competitive game comes around, they just roll over. I I don't know. I it's. It's very frustrating at this point. As a fan of the Sabres, as a fan who was out of it for a long time because they were horrible, and recently, since starting a podcast, talking about them, got back into it. Just not not the best not the best vibe going into this. No, he's just an important five-on-five. Five. I know the defense can drive you insane, and sometimes it bites in the butt, but yeah, five-on-five five offensively, he really does a good job, and it really helps the lineup become deeper, and not having him has been... You you see you can tell when he's not there. He's a big big part of it. Big big reason, and he's the reason why he plays in the top line. Yeah, uh, on number two. Uh, it's UPL's crease. I know we've said this multiple times, and we've also like it's just a roller coaster of UPL. But at this stage of the game, he's playing the best. He's playing better than Levi. Uh, I think the last couple of games, he's four and one. He has saved six or five goals above expected. Obviously, just had the shutout, his second shutout of the season. Um, he had a bad fate against the Canucks, the one nothing game, won mm-hmm. the game against the Senators as well. So um, he's played very well, and you got to give credit where credit is due. And I just think at this point of the season where the Sabres are in the standings, 42 points in 44 games, it's just not going to be their year. Um, I'm just going to say it. So it's unfortunate, but it's true. I think they just need to – in these last 37 games, you got to answer some questions of what is UPL? So I think giving him the extended crease, I know they started in the last three games, but giving him the extended crease will figure out what truly he is. Is he a guy that maybe in the offseason we think of trading? If we can improve, if he can build up value for if him. If he can build up value. you know. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And for me, the situation with the goalies is I think it's fairly obvious that the need to find a way to, in the trade deadline, sell slash buy. I think that's always kind of an underrated thing in the trade deadline. I don't understand. I, I've never understood why 
only the contending teams buy and the bad teams sell. sell when, yeah. I, I think there is spots where you, you saw it, I guess, last year, Chickering coming to Ottawa. Like there's spots where these teams that aren't going to make the playoffs can get real good players, mm-hmm. and I would think if I was the Sabers, I would look to add a veteran goaltender uh, at the yeah. deadline because then I could send Levi down to the AHL, help out Rochester. Maybe Rochester goes on a run and they go to the playoffs, and then Levi has playoff AHL experience. Um, so that's what I would do personally. I would look to add a goaltender to have him and the, that goaltender and Levi. I'm sorry, excuse me, that goaltender in UPL, figure out what UPL is, kind of also see how the veteran goaltender fixed in the mix, and then have Levi start developing in Rochester. I just think they need to go full-on development. Like, if I was a Sabres, again, I'm saying this a lot, but I would do that plan for goaltender. I would figure out to have Ryan Johnson in my lineup every single day, and I would find a way to get Yuri Kulik up here. And get. I mean, if Jeff Skinner is not going to play, then let's get him that top line and then have, like, or normal the dog line, Kid line. Let's have Kulik, Thompson, Tuck, and the fourth line. Let's do that. Let's figure out what. Let's figure out what some of these forwards are in Rochester. Like, give them not just like, oh, we're gonna put you with Eric Robinson no. and Peyton Krebs. Put no. them with players. Let's let's give them a legit opportunity because you're not going anywhere. I'm sorry, you have to be realistic. You aren't going anywhere. So, <laughs> I would just go full. I, I I mean, it sucks to say, but like. It's done. Listen, either you're gonna get stuck in mediocrity, and fin- congratulations, you you played your ba- quote unquote best lineup, even though I think playing these prospects are your best lineup, mm-hmm. and you get 85 points. Like that doesn't do much for me. I'd rather have I'd rather have them finish with 80 points, 78 points, and have played Yuri Kulik on the top line, Ryan Johnson every day, and brought Levi down to H- the AHL than not have. Of rotation at the t- at the top line, Eric Johnson in the lineup or Connor Clifton, and have Levi struggling in the NHL and finish with eighty five points. Right, and your the standings does not matter at this point. No, you're like you said, you're not going anywhere. So you need to get these prospects up here and playing. And like you said, play with actual players. Don't just stick them on the bottom lines and hope for the best. They need a true chance to develop up here and get a taste of what it is to be an NHL hockey player. And I don't know. I like you said. I'm, they're not going anywhere. It's it's at this point. It's time you to start need to figure out who these. You need to figure out who these people are. It's time so to start can, experimenting. You need to figure out who these people are because in the offseason you got to figure out which ones should we trade and mm-hmm. which ones should we keep. Yep, and that's going to be. You need to get definitive answers on that. Yep, and you're you're going to see if Kevin Adams is true GM material this offseason. Well, he's he, he's done if he doesn't. Yeah, like that's ne- what I'm saying. This, yeah, the, he gets one more year. Go on number three, please. Granado's bum is getting warm or warmer. Excuse me. Was it already hot? It was already hot, but it's like, it's like he was already like, it was a seat hot. Yes. He's on level one of the seat warmer. He's now gone to level two. Honestly, he's all the way scorching for me. He was at two. Now he's all the way to three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about the Sharks performance. That wasn't even that good of a performance. I mean, losing, getting shot out at home is really unacceptable. Um, not, I don't know what the organization is doing. Um, listen, I'm not going to pretend to say he got dealt a great hand. Like, Adams definitely screwed him with the goaltending and not adding, think just banking on internal development was a mistake. Mm-hmm. With that being said, the fact that I'm getting a quote in 2024 from Rasmus Dahlin that yeah, man, like, I don't feel like I could join the rush because I feel like I have more defensive responsibilities. 
I'm sorry, that is a Ralph Kruger quote. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that wasn't from an article from 2021 from the <laughs> Buffalo News. Yeah. Like, you can't tell that, me the soccer coach wasn't behind that one. That is pathetic. Like, it's bad. Like, I'm, like I, I just don't understand that. Like, just, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example off the top of my head, but I'm, I'm struggling, but I guess a football team would be a good example. If, if your defense was not good, your defense could still get good results. Why? If the offense is so good, they dominate the time of possession. Yep. Perfect example. Oh, I got an example of a game now. Okay. All right. What is it? Super Bowl 25. Bills Giants. Yep. That Giants defense gets a crap ton of credit for that game. And a little bit rightfully so, they had a nice game plan. Ever Thurman Thomas went freaking off on them. So I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They had the ball for under 20 minutes, the Bills offense in that game. Why? Because the Giants offense ran the ball down their throat and dominated the time of possession for 40 Just minutes. Burned clock. Yeah. They burned mm-hmm. clock. It wasn't like the Giants had like, the Giants defense gets so much. It bothers, I'm sorry. I see that video yeah, so Belichick much about Bill Belichick talking defense, about that. Yeah. You get so. Mm-hmm. And listen. They get credit for stopping the passing attack, and they stop the passing over the middle. Thurman Thomas literally ran the ball on them, like, mm-hmm. for 150 yards and two tutties. Like, what are we talking about there? Yeah. The reason why they won the Super Bowl is not because the Giants' defense, like, reinvented the wheel. It's because the Giants' offense were had the ball had the ball for 40 minutes. So, like, the Sabres are stalling defensively. Like, yeah, uh, t- sure, improve defensively a little bit. Well, like, wouldn't the best thing would be, like, your best player, Razzleen, join the rush, and then maybe you have scoring chances off the rush or he's so good offensively that you could have dominated the time of possession in the offensive zone what does that mean less time in your zone less time for the defensive woes to exactly. get exposed yep you're like, absolutely right 100%. like it's just it's just ridiculous that we're getting that quote that's what drives me nuts about like the own power thing is like own power dominates time of possession in the offensive zone so yeah occasionally he has a screw up in the defensive zone but they don't have a lot of time in the defensive zone because they do a good job on his shifts like I'm sorry. It's just that 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 is like that that hit the straw for me. You're I, right. It's, I it's was literally out. the Ralph Kruger approach. I was already out. Right. But that quote made me go to the bathroom and like throw up. I was like, you gotta be <laughs> kidding me on that. Like, what are we doing? Well, like, that's that's the thing. We've been talking about it all season. They ditched that offensive rush for trying to cater to the defense, and it hasn't been working. It has not been working. And you're still trying to hang on to that. Clearly, if Rasmus Dahlin is saying I just that, don't, uh, like it's just you you gotta. They played too much with, you know, you know sometimes. It's like studying sometimes for a test. Sometimes knowing too much actually does not help you on the test. No. Because then all of a sudden, you miss the question that you would have just naturally known. Mm-hmm. Right? It is natural for Rasmus Dahlin to join the rush and and make a play off the rush. Yep. But now he has so much thoughts in his brain, he's indecisive, and then he gets caught in nowhere, and then there's a turnover, and all of a sudden he's out of position, and it looked like, dude, just join the rush at that point because now you're out of position defensively. We saw this with another Buffalo superstar oh. to start the NFL season, Josh Allen. Everyone was you know what you know, other passes too? Hmm. The special teams has not been fixed. Like, the PK still sucks, and the power play isn't good. Yep. Like, that's coaching. Mm-hmm. So... You digress. I'm I'm done talking about <laughs> he's, the he's, he's, I've been talking about the Sabres, he's, he's but flamed. Yeah. yeah, they're they're pathetic. No, I echo everything Dom says truthfully. Um, I'm not. I'm I'm just more numb than he is. He's clearly very very. <laughs> it's just at this point in the season, you're not going anywhere. Experiment. Granado in the beginning was known for experimenting a little too much. Where did the experimentation go? I don't know. It's just you know, not it'd be a great experience. You know, it'd be a great great a better one, hmm. a better experience. If you're not even going to do like the roster development. How about this? How we, about we sit Granado for no, a few games? No, 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 no. How about you fire Matt Ellis and you <laughs> let someone else run the power play and maybe you get change? Right. How about that? 
Is that? A, I mean, like, really? I mean, you're basically just you. You know what the problem is. You're just overlooking we're it. We're stuck in quicksand. Yeah. And instead of being like, you know what? Instead of just grabbing, instead of you know, waiting for my friend to grab a branch for me, I see a thing that I could grab and pull myself out of. Mm-hmm. You know, what? I'm just gonna wait for Matt Ellis, my friend, to grab a branch. Oh wait, sorry, Matt. Oh my bad, Matt. Sorry, that was too short, Matt. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt, Matt, that one, that one's not sturdy enough for me to grab. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, Matt, that one has poison ivy on it. Like, not I don't, don't want to get rashes on my hand. Like, yeah, Matt no. does not have the solutions to the power play. No, it's like you keep reaching your hand out and you keep getting burned. Yeah, dude, you're, you're just, just gotta, keep get getting burned. And I mean, you look at look at look at around the studio. We have we have pictures of the sabers. I don't know, like these electric plays. Tuck going crazy over there. Thompson screaming after a goal next to Dom. Trash. Where is that? Where is that? We gotta start with the Houston. We used Astros. to go to games frequently, not even think about leaving, even if they were losing, because guess what? They were exciting to watch. Now we're talking about goddamn churros on the show because the Sabres suck so bad. And the cotton candy shit. And the cotton candy machine and the milk sh- whatever. Like that's what that that's what we're at. That's where we're at right now. And as a Buffalo sports fan, just We deserve better. We deserve better. The Bills Understood that. We're getting better from the Bills. The Bills fired Ken Dorsey. The Bills fired Ken Dorsey midseason. They did something. They s- saw a problem, squashed the bug. Sabres, we got the bug in a cup and we're bringing them outside, except we're in a labyrinth and we can't get outside. That's what's happening right now. You have the problem in your hand. You know what it is. Not fixing no, it. They had the bug and they fumbled it multiple times. Yeah. And they got to get it back and fumble it. Right. Now more. it's on the top of the curtain. You can't grab now it's it. That's in my mouth. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Like, <laughs> All right. I got off the rails Unbelievable. There, but but that, that will do it for the Sabres talk. I do have to say one more thing before we end the pod. Okay. What you um, got? My disappointing news of maybe the year. Oh, God. That college football is starting a video game. Yes, yeah, they are. Turning, NCAA. July or July something? July 12th. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hoax. No way. Yep. Crap. Absolutely. They said they crap. were going to throw a trailer up during the college football championship yeah. too, and they never, the national championship, and they never yeah. did. Yeah. Bunch bunch of liars. I'm, I'm disappointed right now. EA I'm, should lose all rights to Madden. I'm done with that too. It's ridiculous. Give it back to 2K. Just We'd have a much the, better game. Give it to the people that are on MLB. MLB is a good game. San Diego Studios? Yeah. 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 I We talked about it. There's they a clip of us on, on our TikTok talking about our endorsement for MLB The Show is the best sports game. MLB so. The Show is a nice game. I mean, I, I, baseball can get kind of boring sometimes playing it over and over. But, mm-hmm. like. I mean, when you play the big moments, you know, I'm I'm racking up 178 home runs on a season. So, you got, you got to love it. It's, it's really. It's, anyway, we digress. EA, scumbag, did not. Gave us a hoax. We can't, whatever, can't trust you. We just EA. can't have nice things. We just can't, oh, cannot have nice before things. We except, end though, though, before we end, though, who do you think should be the cover, though? If the if if the game is even going to come out. Is that a question? Can I product placement here? Can that happen? So for my final project right here for my class, my sports PR class, we had to make a Heisman campaign for someone. Pre-fumble in the college football national championship, we picked Michael Penix, my group. We made a working cover for NCAA football 2025. Might mail this to EA and say, put a disc in here because we don't know what's going on. But, yeah, that's the, I think Michael Penix might be it, truthfully. J.J. McCarthy's a good bet, too, except he did nothing. He only threw 10 times in the national championship. I, I will so make my prediction know. right now that it will be Nick Saban. You think, oh, that's a good pick, too. I didn't even, I, Coaching-wise, I didn't even think about that. Right, the big retirement for Nick. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. I, there's a lot of good options. I, we won't get a game till 2030, though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, 
But without further ado, that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. I'm Joe Kelly. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. And thank you to our producer, Mooch, for everything you do for the show. Uh, we have three more games of playoff football in the championship. So we're going to be no. with you all for all three more weeks. Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills, Sabres, be better.